listeners, it's Jenny. I want to tell you about a new podcast you should be listening to. Conversations with People Who Hate Me from the TED Audio Collective. What happens when people who've clashed in the past have a conversation? Host Dylan Marin is an expert in tough conversations. He's called up his own haters and online trolls to find the humanity on the other side of the screen. On this new season, Dylan explores how we can find common ground through conversations between people who think they see the world differently. On this season, hear from a survivor of conversion therapy and the man who ran the so-called gay clinic, a mother and her trans son, a person turned meme and online troll, and more. Part therapy, part confessional, it's a podcast about talking it out to understand each other. Find Conversations with People Who Hate Me wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. From Wonder Media Network, I'm Grace Lynch, creator and host of another WMN show, As She Rises. For the next two weeks, the team behind As She Rises is taking over as your guest hosts for Womanica. As She Rises is a show that personalizes the climate crisis. This month, for our second season, we're highlighting stories of climate progress that can help give us the hope we need to keep going. The show features poets and activists, much like your eco-warrior of the day. Today, we're talking about a gifted writer and conservationist who is known as the woman who saved the Everglades. Let's welcome Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas was born on April 7, 1890 in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Her mother was a musician and her father a writer. Her parents divorced when she was six years old. Marjorie and her mom moved to her mother's hometown in Taunton, Massachusetts, where they lived with Marjorie's grandparents. Her father moved to Miami, where he founded a newspaper. She wouldn't see him again until she was 25. As a child, Marjorie was an avid reader and writer. After graduating high school, she attended Wellesley College, where she studied English. Soon after her graduation, in 1912, her mother fell ill, and she quickly returned home to care for her. Her mother died that same year. After her mother passed, Marjorie moved to Newark, New Jersey, and worked in a department store. There, she met and married Kenneth Douglas, an editor for the Newark Evening News. The marriage was short-lived, though she kept his last name. They divorced, and Marjorie moved to Miami to live with her father, who was the editor-in-chief at the Miami Herald the same paper he'd started years before. She took a job at the paper as a society reporter. It's here that she found her voice, writing about women's rights, environmentalism, and the quickening commercial development of Florida. In 1917, she took a brief break from the Herald to join the U.S. Naval Reserve during World War I. The following year, she signed up for the American Red Cross in Europe. She returned to Florida in 1920, and became the assistant editor of the Miami Herald. In her new role, she started a column called The Galley, where she covered everything from geography to the plight of women. A few years later, she left the newspaper to become a freelance writer and author. Over the next two decades, she published essays and short stories, frequently appearing in the Saturday Evening Post. She received numerous awards, including second place in the prestigious O. Henry Award, and first place for a play she wrote at Florida's Little Theater Competition. 
She also joined the faculty at the University of Miami as an associate professor of English. In the 1940s, Marjorie turned her focus to the Everglades. Over the course of five years, she dove into research and writing about a vast patch of wilderness that had wrongfully been characterized as a useless swamp. Unbeknownst to Marjorie, her work would have a profound impact on Florida's environmental landscape. In 1947, she published The Everglades, River of Grass. The book was an instant success, selling out its first printing in just a month. People were captivated by the way she blended science, history, and rich imagery to tell the story of a precious ecosystem. Up until this point, the Everglades were considered worthless. Marjorie redefined these wetlands as a place of flowing, fresh water, intimately connected to and necessary for the wildlife of the Everglades. She emphasized how draining the swamp could destroy this ecosystem of prospering wildlife. Marjorie's work to protect the Everglades didn't stop after she published River of Grass. In the 1950s, she criticized a development project led by the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers that threatened the natural cycles of precipitation and evaporation upon which the Everglades depended. Then, in 1969, when she was 79 years old, she formed Friends of the Everglades, a grassroots organization. Their first goal was to stop the construction of a jet port that could decimate part of the wetlands. She traveled across Florida and recruited 3,000 members to join her organization. They were able to generate enough noise that the project was halted after just one runway was built. Marjorie spent the rest of her life and career devoted to conservation and preservation efforts. She campaigned with environmentalists to pass legislation and served on committees to protect national parks and wildlife. She became a fixture in the Florida environmental movement and received numerous awards. In 1993, she was awarded the Medal of Freedom by President Clinton. On May 14, 1998, at the age of 108, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas died quietly at her home in Coconut Grove, Florida. Her ashes were scattered across the Everglades. For more information and pictures of the work we're talking about, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Check out the second season of As She Rises wherever you're listening right now. And special thanks to Jenny and Liz Kaplan for inviting me to guest host this episode. Talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.